everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 16. And I'd, I'd like to share with you to get us started here, verses 13 to 15. And then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about the shifting of love. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. The Pharisees, who dearly loved their money, heard all this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, You like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. So remember, friends, that Jesus has just told the parable of the, the shrewd employee, the, the shrewd manager. He, he cooks his employer's books in favor of his employer's debtors, as he knows he's about to lose his job. And he wants to, to set up essentially a, a golden parachute for himself. He wants to have some friends who would provide for him when he's unemployed. But of course, Jesus is not here in any way commending dishonesty. That's, that's of course, not his point at all. And part of how we, we, can, we can recognize that is that as he moves out of that parable, he goes into this, this teaching where he's really, he's talking about the heart. And of course, the heart is where all of that comes from. That dishonesty, that that laziness, that self-centeredness, and, and so forth. And, and the truth is, as we're looking at our hearts and the devotion of our hearts, the truth is that we will be devoted to something. It's just, it, it's truly the, the way that we were, we were made. We were made to worship. Made, of course, to worship God, but in, in lieu of worshiping God, we will find something else. We, we will attribute ultimate value to something. We will give our lives to something. We will be devoted to something. And clearly, the shrewd manager, his devotion is to money and to self. And so he's willing to act dishonestly because that's what he values. He values these things. And so anything is really justifiable in going after those things because those things have ultimate value in, in his life. And now the Pharisees, the scripture tells us they love their, their money and they also love their reputations. So while their hearts are devoted elsewhere, their hearts apparently are devoted to wealth and to reputation, um, they, they want to create this, this sort of reputation, this notoriety for being people of righteousness, people who are devoted to God. But God, of course, knows their hearts. And of course, God knows our hearts as well. And Jesus shows us what a, a heart for God, what a heart for the kingdom of God looks like. That it looks like a devotion, a faithfulness, to God, that we would have a sort of love for God that would mean putting Him above all else, 
That is what devotion to God looks like, to put Him above all else and to be faithful to Him in following Him, following His Word. He talks about, Jesus here talks about entering the kingdom of God, that people want to, they want to enter that, that life with God and that He's bringing the good news of the kingdom of God, that we can actually enter life with God by His grace, right? By His free gift of forgiveness and reconciliation to God. We can actually know life with God. But He's very clear here that, that having that life by grace that it does not negate the law, that it does not negate the need for obedience to God, that in fact, obedience is the fruit of salvation, that it is what devotion produces. We, we want to do what God says. We want to please Him. We want to give Him our full devotion. And, and so um, the question then is, and, and this is, I think the, the main point that really God put on my heart today, the question is, how do we get to that place of devotion? Right? How, how, does, how does that come about? Where does it come from? Uh, how can we do more than just what the Pharisees did? How can we do more than just pretend right, to generate uh, an, an image, to maintain that image, to generate this sort of reputation? How can we actually shift our love away from self, away from the world, away from worldly wealth and so forth, and, and actually move our devotion, shift our devotion to the Lord. And first of all, it is about encountering, encountering the truth of the gospel, encountering the truth of the love of God for us. We love Him because He first loved us. And so in encountering the truth of the gospel, our hearts make a huge lurch to God. We, we turn them away from uh, other things and to Him because of His love. I, I remember uh, what, what I would call my, my evangelical conversion, my born-again experience. For me, it's really tied in with my call to pastoral ministry because what, what God had to really do before I could receive that call to pastoral ministry is, is actually break me out of this sort of merit-based uh, religion that I was in where I, I felt that I had to earn. I had to earn God's love. I had to earn salvation. And because I was imperfect, I didn't feel like I could be a pastor. I didn't really feel like a proper Christian. But God showed up one night by His Spirit, and He just overwhelmed me and overshadowed me with His love. And I just, I, I, I felt um, it, it was a perceptible feeling. I, it was like, like waves of the sort of liquid electricity that just, just flowed over me. And I I not only could feel, but I also, uh, I also uh, perceive, not audibly, but the voice of God in my heart and mind telling me that he, he, he does love me, that I am accepted in Jesus Christ, that Christ really did die for me. And, and I, I couldn't imagine at, at that moment, and even since then, I couldn't imagine 
giving my devotion to anything else. I couldn't imagine saying no to God. Uh, there was this longing ignited to please Him and to live for Him. Now, beyond that, so that, that's really step one, and that's the most essential in the shifting of our devotion, the shifting of our love. But then secondly, what we find is that there are these, these incremental steps uh, of faith where, where we, by the power of the Spirit, this is a gift of the Spirit, self-control is, we exert self-control to do what God says. We might not be inclined to do it. Very many times we're not. But we're, we're trusting that what God says in His Word is true and that it is best. Even though we don't feel that, we trust that. And by the exertion of that, uh, of that uh, self-control, saying, yes, I will actively choose to trust God. I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to give whatever this is up, or I don't want to take whatever this is on. I, I don't want it, but I do trust God, and I do want Him. And what we find then is that as we take that incremental step of faith, that we, we, we come to trust Him more, and we come to see more of His goodness, and we come to love Him and be more and more devoted to Him because He proves Himself faithful again and again. It's a little bit like what Jesus says here. You can hear the sort of incremental nature of the shifting of our hearts fully to devotion to the Lord. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. And, and he says in verse 11, And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And so we take those incremental steps where we're trusting God and trusting Him with bigger and bigger things. And, and our, our hearts are shifting more and more because we're seeing the true riches of heaven, right? We're experiencing more of Jesus Christ, and He is, He is the treasure. And so, friends, if you don't know the truth of the gospel, ask God to reveal it to you. And then go about the work of step-by-step step, trusting in God. As you read in His Word, and He reveals His truth, and He calls you, do what He says again and again and again. And what we find is that by, by God's grace, our love is shifting more and more to Him. That is how we can do far more than just pretend as the Pharisees did, but our hearts are actually changed. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, till we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.